At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey folks, this is Jason Lewis, the producer of the From the Shadows podcast. I just want to remind you about our website, fromtheshadowspodcast.com. We have a Facebook page. We would appreciate it if you like and follow. Also, join our discussion group on Facebook called After the Shadows. We have a Twitter feed. Please follow us on Twitter. It can be found at podcast underscore from. Follow us on Instagram at From the Shadows Podcast. We have a YouTube channel. Go to the search bar of YouTube and put From the Shadows Podcast and please subscribe to that channel. We are also on the Odyssey Radio Network and we can be found there at odyssey1.com. We're still on the traditional podcatchers that everybody loves to listen to us on. We get a lot of feedback, so please rate the podcast and communicate with uh, whether you're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Google Podcasts. We're there, and we appreciate it when you leave comments for us. We also have a Patreon page. It can be found at www patreon.com forward slash from the shadows you can receive books stickers coffee mugs and special content just for our patreon subscribers check it out for yourself and see what packages that we have to offer that's all i have for you right now folks and thanks for being a part of the from the shadows podcast family so with that being said let's get this episode started So, uh, so Hollard, so I guess we're going to label this episode Jason's in the hospital. I think that's, that's, I mean, that says it all right there, right? Right there. Because as we're recording this, he's still in the hospital. But if you're listening to this, then he's gotten out. Because it's, um, I mean, he's been he's in the, the hospital. He's the only person who knows how to put it up there, right? Yeah, and you know, so of course, this has taught us that we need to uh, have a contingency plan in case 
something happens to one of us. Um, I'm not sure we can replace the howler, but you know. Oh, I guess. sure. I'm the most replaceable one. Oh, I don't know. Play, play some Terry th- Flower reruns, and that's about all I got. <laughs> Me and Marcel Ledbetter down there in Jackson, Mississippi. <laughs> what did he used to do? I don't remember. He's my hero. <laughs> oh, jeez. But, uh, but yeah, so Jason, as of this recording, has been in the hospital um, probably five days. Five days he's been in the hospital. So, um, and, and, you know, we, uh, we apologize to all the people who, who were, you know, had to wait an extra week for an episode of the Howler and the episode of the, uh, the regular podcast. Everybody's been pretty good. You know, um, we, you know, we actually put up a post, um, given, you know, letting everybody know that Jason was, uh, was sick and and it was probably going to delay and you know a lot of nice messages for jason he was very appreciative he did he was able to get on and read some of them um uh, although we did have one guy question whether or not jason was really sick um i think you called him the super fan he's our super fan right that's um, what i call him super fan Call him super and the fan. reason why is because whenever somebody you know when i when i see bad Okay, I'm just telling, throwing this out there. Okay, for all the people, and there's only a few of them that write bad stuff in the comments. I never see them. First of all, yeah, you never see them unless you, I, t- unless I tell the, them to you. Unless you, should, yeah, that's exactly right. So yep. if you girls are sending phone numbers and 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 underwear, I don't ever get it. Shane gets it all. Okay, <laughs> so don't think my lack of mentioning it. It's because I'm too famous or stuck up. It's just I don't get any of that. So, but the few people that this guy has an emotional connection with our show, with your all side of the show more than me, okay? But yeah, the paranormal the show, part. With the, yeah. with the paranormal part, with the paranormal part, and <clears throat> when he gets upset, I think it's because he emotionally has invested so much in him. So I don't look down on him like some guys do. You know what I mean? I try to see the positive ab- about it. You and I know he's railing it. on us, huh? He's railing yeah, on you guys, you, not okay. me. He's railing on yeah, you guys, yeah. not me. No, apparently he's hoping that you break off and have your own show. I didn't I mean, take I, that message to say mean that. I took it as well. First of all, they don't. People don't really don't realize how many guests reach out to you to get on the show. That's the first thing. So when he says you're, excuse me, you're running out of guests, he's far from that, okay? And and he just as it, you know, it's it's typical, right? Most people don't really know what's going on in their own life, so how are they going to know what's going on in somebody else's across the country? So, but but we're going to endeavor to do better. We're going to get some technical assistance because. Like all uh, great projects, the management here does not understand how the show runs. So, exactly. The backbone of the army is in the staff sergeant, and Jason's our staff sergeant. And and when he's out, all you got all these officers walking around talking about what we could have, should have, would have do. I know that's all we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Is it me, you, and the judge are like, how, how, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. How we get how we getting the show on? Yes, that's right. It, that's right. But 
but it has um, at least Jason now understands what I have been telling him is like, hey, look, we need to be prepared for this. And, and Jason is a tough dude. And he's, you know, he's a man of steel and he was right. burning the candle, candle at both ends. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. He, for people that don't know, he's got a full-time job and he went back to school uh, to get a communications degree. Yes. And he's taking classes twice the normal speed, like twice as fast online. So he's basically been for the past two months working on and, three hours of sleep. And really the, the nasty fans is why he went back to school. Cause he's trying to make the podcast better. And, yeah. and, and yeah. he thinks they're yeah. going to teach yeah. him out in college. So God bless him. Right. Yeah. 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 And him. so when you have pe- when you have people who, like you said, don't even understand the time and effort that we put into this and, and especially what Jason's doing. And then they, and they say, ill-informed uh just hateful things because their life is uh i don't know really uh adrift or so or they're searching for attention i i don't know well you know i just like to use my old boss used to say you know they want to blow your candle out to make theirs look brighter so yeah there you go you know that's just what they're doing. Yeah. But, you know, going yeah. to the hospital could be a life changer, especially nowadays. You know, I've been reading where they say uh, I, I, it was a study in the Northeast where they said, you know, they're trying to differentiate the people that were in the hospital for COVID and the ones that were in the hospital for something else and got COVID because there's a lot of sick people in the hospital, right? So oh, yeah. you go there for one thing and you get something else, you know what I mean? And, um, and, and you, you, you saw the movie No Country for Old Men, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Tommy Lee Jones is opining some story in that show about somebody that he knew that was going to kill this bull. And he, he explains what that air thing is the bad guy's using. And breaks loose, and his you know the person he's talking about gets injured and, and crippled or whatever. And... and, and his adage to the young deputy was, you know, the, even the best laid plans can go awry, right? Yeah. So you can go in the hospital for one thing and, and it, you know, it'll change your life. I, I'm, you know, I got hospital stories to tell and, and some not to tell. So, yeah, I well, feel bad for well, you. Well, well, yeah, and I'm not, I mean, you know, I've been poking fun at Jason, you know, because he went into the hospital for one thing. Uh-huh. Um Thinking he had one thing, you know, he he described to me where he thought he had this boil on mm-hmm. his back, and he kind of looked up a remedy, and I teasingly said, you know, you can't use a home remedy of Tabasco sauce and a and an eagle feather to to drain a boil, and which I'm not saying that's what he did, but you know, it was, it was some home remedy or whatever. Well, well he was what reading it, that Steve McQueen book, or was that the Steve McQueen, or was it uh, you? Uh, Howard Hughes, either one, right? Either one. I don't or even know. Steve uh, Jobs. Didn't I, Steve Jobs and then will help usher him into into the final chapter? Don't know. Don't yeah, know I think what, he, you know, he could, had cancer at like stage two and and decided he was going to go do some. I almost said homophobic. <laughs> well, I don't think he right. used Tabasco sauce or whatever <laughs> thing over there in India. And by the time he got back to 
by the time he got back late. to America, he had it was stage it was, four. You know what I mean? By the time he got to the Mayo, it was too late. So it's like if the richest people in the world come here for medical care, you probably don't need to go anywhere else. <laughs> well, Jason went in from one, you know, went in because the the pain was way more. Uh, excruciating than he expected and they found out it was something else that they ended up having to do surgery uh to get rid of and ease his pain and, and um you know i'm not gonna divulge you know wh- what it is that happened to him you know i'll let him tell it if he wants to but uh but you know long story short when he finally went in and they started treating him well, this two months worth of three hours of a night sleeping just zonked him out. He was done for, you know, I mean, it was 24 hours for me and the judge even got to talk to him to see if he was still still alive. You know, I mean, I get this picture of Jason in, in, in his ho- hospital gown and the, the big Amish beard he's got. And he's like, I'm in the hospital. They're doing tests. This, it was over 24 hours later before I got a follow up. Like, hey, I'm here, you know. So, but you I'm glad I mean. he's glad he's doing better. Glad he's doing better. Huh? Do they have black Amish? I just now realized that I hadn't. Seen Do they anything. have black Amish? Well, you said Amish I don't... beard. I, you know, I, you know, I would think it. I, you know, I seen a bunch of Amish and Mennonites today, and I didn't. Anyway, not to get off topic, but, but, uh, yeah, you know, when you go in the hospital nowadays, and you might not even be there. It could it can change your world, right? It can change your world. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. My uncle absolutely. Uh, was in the hospital a month or so ago, six weeks ago. He had a, well, it started. I tell you what, he's been jacking around. This ain't the story I was going to tell, but since I'm telling it, I'll finish it. He got his elbow replaced Ooh. before okay. Easter. Okay. Okay. And and the short version is he got infected. And it, it wasn't right. Anyway, in May, so this is going back to March, April. So in May, they took it completely out. So he had to have his arm in a in a sling with no elbow in it, basically, right? For about six weeks while they, you know, they clean this, this infection out. And then he's got to be on his uh, antibiotics and all this stuff, right? And he's got to be off essentially for six weeks and then they bring him back and do a biopsy because they weren't going to do it just blood work to make sure that it is good for surgery and he's supposed to have surgery i'm getting my my days mixed up i'm when i say my days my my so in about june it was six weeks essentially from the first of a first of may to the middle of june right so he's going to go in there he goes in there and they give him the all clear they do a biopsy and they say okay that was i think on a monday because plus with covid you know he's had so many covid tests right every time he walks in there. so i think it was like a tuesday and he was cleared for surgery on wednesday right okay they they say okay we're putting you on a surgery schedule They're, the infection's gone day after tomorrow we're going to put a new elbow in there and he walked out of the clinic and uh, the next day, he had a appointment for his his annual heart checkup. Okay, yeah. he walked out of the heart doctor, 
slipped and fell on that broken elbow and broke oh, the elbows. The, the elbow itself's gone, but it broke the arm at the elbow. Oh, okay. So then they okay. made him come back the next day. They put him out and f- fixed the broken arm and fixed oh. the elbow kind of all in one shot. And, and, and you know what, I, you know, I, I might go see him at Christmas, uh, but the week before Christmas around Christmas out in Arizona. And I might, I might have to put it on Patreon cause he's probably going to cuss. He's an old retired truck driver. And when he's talking stuff like this, he's probably going to cuss. Okay. But, and he can tell the story a lot better than me, <clears throat> obviously. But mm-hmm. so he, he made a declination to me a month ago before he went back to Arizona that because he was he's a snowbird so he lives here in the winter and there in the summer he made a declination to me he'll never go to surgery again really because he's had a few things i mean he's had a lot of stuff replaced and because he's been battling this for almost a year he went in there last year to get the elbow get something done and essentially had a blood clot and was in a coma for 26 or 28 days oh geez Right. And, and, and basically saying, you know, you, you screw something up and it takes them six or eight, 10 weeks or six months. And then you got to rehab another six or eight months and, and this and that. And he goes, dude, you're 70 years old. How many, how many year, two year stints do you got left? You know what I mean? I'll just take exactly. some aspirin and tough it out. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. Oh, I tell you, I they, just the mental picture of falling on your broke elbow. Break oh, doesn't it hurt? It, it just, just thinks like it. oh, it's terrible, and, you know. I tell you, my brother. I'm gonna tell a brother story. My, I was talking about how hospital changed life. My my brother worked at a Chevy dealership, big big Chevy dealership here in Central Missouri at that time, and he had when he got out of the Navy, he's working at the Chevy dealership and going to school and doing this stuff, and he really became real good friends with a uh, with a mechanic in the back. And these guys ran a A modified and B modified dirt track car on the weekends. Your listeners might know what I'm talking about. So anyway, Raj is this guy's name, and Raj ends up getting a he has problems sitting. They think he's got hemorrhoids. They bring him in there, and he's no, he's got a he's got ingrown hair on his ass. Okay, Ooh, I'm sure cussed. <laughs> and it gets infected, and he has to have surgery. So he's laid up in there for a week or so, and and. <laughs> My brother and these racetrack guys are always in, you know, they're in there visiting him and, you know, and trying to sneak him a cigarette and telling him all about everything he's missing. And my brother has a stormy romance with this blonde nurse that's working in there. Okay. And, and I'm choosing my words because I'm, I can't, I, I, first of all, you don't know any of these people. And second of all, I got to be careful because some of them might listen. So anyway, my brother meets this gal that's attending to his buddy. She says something about going on a date. And he said, you know, I don't know. One thing leads to another. And he's got to go pick her up. And he was tired that day. And he's hung over from the night before. And, you know, he told me the other day that I shouldn't have went and picked her up. And he ruined my life. But anyhow, <clears throat> he fought through it and went and picked this old gal up. And he ends up entangled in this this relationship that that is 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 stormy she was driving his trans am and wrecked it and lost her legs so then he had to take care of her for about three years and and it's just bad so i know that's a bad story there's nothing funny about it because i can't <laughs> tell it right because 
I'm choosing my words. You know, my dad's going to listen to this and, and he's going to, uh, he knows what I'm talking about, but I can tell a lot funnier if I didn't have to worry about it, maybe on the Patreon, but, but yeah, you get going in hospitals and you get, there's crazy people in the hospitals there's sick people in the hospital, there's disease in the hospital, just stay out of hospital. You know, I think that on, uh, uh, what do they say? in uh, what was the, what was the movie, uh, <clears throat> apocalypse now never get out of the boat remember never get out of the boat <laughs> unless you want to go all the way never go in the hospital unless you're going to go all the way because so, nothing good comes in place nothing so what, so the moral of the story is is that i thank god i didn't actually go visit jason because of the boil the supposed boil on his back because who knows that's exactly right because i could have got you don't there's just there's a sickness in there there's crazy people in there. There's crazy sick people in there. And then and then there's the people that are patients, you know? And it's just, you know, <laughs> dude, I mean, come on. Come on. That is like a, that is like a, is a no. The hospitals are a no-go, man. No-go, dude. I listened, and I thought it was just a bad week because we couldn't get a couple episodes up. Imagine that. You say, yeah. hey, look, I, you this hey. story here that just may have saved a few lives along the way maybe if people are listening and paying attention yeah maybe i you know when i was a cop because of the, the, obviously the er the hospitals were open 24 hours a day young cops had tended to hang out in the er right they would go to the hospital and hang out because there's so, some of the older cops knew you know the bathrooms always work you know when you're driving oh, yeah yeah. Place, you need to go to the bathroom and you got a gun and uniform on, you know, I can swing over to ER, you know, certain ones had doors that opened better than others. And, you know, you know, certain ones had codes and some of them were, were automatic. So we all knew what the door code was. So you could walk right to the ambulance door park where it said police parking only walk about six feet, punch in the code. The door opens, you walk right in there, you go pee, you go to the cafeteria. When I was a patrolman down here at the lake, at that time, our office was in free office space in the basement of the hospital. So, you know, you were there as much as you wanted to be there. I just plus never went there. My boss was saying, hey, where's your paperwork? I ain't going to that office, man. I'm not going there. Plus, if you shoot yourself while going to the bathroom right there, you're right there in the emergency room, right? Yeah. Gungu, yeah, I mean, right there. Yeah, right you're right there. there. I mean, I, you know, my <laughs> boss used to tell me all the time, dude, how come you're not down here to office doing this paperwork? And I said, any place that's got a helicopter on the front yard is not any place I need to be, you know, because that's another <laughs> whole deal, you know. <laughs> Them things come down anywhere, anytime, and you're going to park there? No, thank you. I mean, my <laughs> luck, you know, the helicopter will break. It'll come through the ceiling. And then I'll have to fight all the crazy people for the exit. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> well, well, before we uh, before we jump off this episode, um, the other thing that our supposed super fan complained about was saying that all I did was talk about the movies and the music and stuff we had coming out. So on that note, I know you watched the movie. What would you think of Escape? I did. I, I, I just restarted. My daughter's up there watching right now. I had to warn her there's some cuss words. She <laughs> thought Bronzy was really Charles Bronson. I had to tell her while I go, no. The, she's like, well, why didn't he get the real one? I said, well, he's dead, honey. He'd have been, he turned she, 100 she to, right after the... She, she thought Bronzy was the real Charles Bronson. 
Uh-huh. Well, we, I, uh, the, uh, the, uh, distribution company partnered up with me on Instagram and did a, did a reel. And, uh, I think I told you this guy put this question said, why does that guy look like Charles Bronson? And I told you what to tell him. <laughs> He's just lucky, yeah. I guess. Just lucky, just lucky I, guess. I guess. But That's, I thought you could, have, you could have succinctly. This the the problem is you're a writer. That's why you can't. That's why you can't succinctly answer a, a comeback know. like that. I know. It's kill. well. Word to salad, some people, don't get it with those people. Hey, listen to some people. I am a writer. To some people, I'm not. So you know, it well, just hey, it's all about perspective. One man's it's writer like, is another man's freedom fighter. I don't know. <laughs> You know, I will tell you this. You sent me the photos that he sent you that were grainy. He found Bigfoot. Okay, let's just throw it out there. This gentleman found Bigfoot in the middle of America right here. Okay. Yep. And his pictures were kind of grainy. And what I'd want to tell him to do is I'm going to throw some plugs out there for some of our future sponsors here. All he had to do was during, during the fall hunting days on Bass Pro, or Cabela's, get on BassPro.com and get the Moultrie cameras that were on sale, cell cameras that I got, and he could have he could have he could have put those cameras out there, and it would have sent him an alert to his phone. He could have downloaded those pictures just like I do my whitetail bucks. So there's no reason there's no reason we can't 2022 ain't the year we can find Bigfoot because the Moultrie and the cell cameras. I think America can find Bigfoot. Maybe that's our mission this year. Maybe we should. Maybe we should do it, right? This is our contest right here. The 2022 From the Shadows Bigfoot Roundup. The Bigfoot Roundup. Bigfoot Roundup. If nothing else, that's a t-shirt. I can tell you that. And I will let our our listeners to the howler be the first ones to know that I, I, I talked to our website guy and first of the year we're going to launch a new website and we're going to take everything down off patreon and we're going to have a members only section on the from the shadows podcast website where um, we're going to have old episodes but but you and i are going to do at least two new episodes a month for the members only and we have guests we actually have some guests lined up for that so if you do want to talk to your uncle and he wants to swear like a sailor let him because we'll put it up on the members only section that's right okay. so how about that, that sounds perfect yeah, yeah and we're going to launch a we're going to launch some new ozark howler merchandise that's that, right you know that's you, right you can only get you can only get from the website so um so i hope uh, you know give something else for some of our super fans out there to, to dig around in and, and explore and hey anybody because, anybody that finds bigfoot in 2022 the grand prize is Free membership to the members. You get free section. membership and you get to be on the <laughs> podcast. Okay. Oh, a, because this is what, I, this is what we're going to do. Uh, uh, did Jason offer to fight Bigfoot or who? No, that was Jerry said he, Jer, Jerry, Jerry said he'd tackle Bigfoot. Jerry. Jerry said he'd tackle. Well, it's Jerry's yes. kids. You know, I had to explain to my daughter Walker who Jerry's kids were, <laughs> but so <laughs> that's what we're going to call it. If you want to be part of New Jerry in 2022, you want to be Jerry's kids, you are the Bigfoot fighters. So we're going to put a, uh, maybe a squad, maybe a platoon if we get enough. So whoever finds Bigfoot. And we're, we're going to call them Jerry's, we're going to call them Jerry's kids. We're going to call them Jerry's kids and we're going to deploy them 
We're going to deploy them to the site oh. to capture. This is, it, it, you know, I, I'm going to get off of the tangent here and I'm going to, I might say some classified stuff. So get ready to scrub this, right? The, if the feed cuts right. right now, it's because okay. the NSA cut it down. We're going to get a squad or a platoon. I doubt if we can get a company of, of Jerry's kids. And when Bigfoot is actually found on that Moultrie camera, we're going to deploy the squad to that part of the country to apprehend him in the rendition program. And then we're going to take Bigfoot back to Southern Ohio to the farm there. And we're going to interrogate Bigfoot and figure out where his friends are. I don't want to say killer capture, but we're going to killer capture Bigfoot 2022. Well, don't we have to capture him if we're going to interrogate him? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> You know. Oh, uh, okay. Hey, listen. You know what I'm saying? Don't cloud this up, man. This is a mission. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes you have to kill them to save them, Shane. That's just that's just the nature of the beast, right? <laughs> so you've heard of reindeer games. This is Bigfoot games. Okay. Big this is, Bigfoot games with Jerry's kids. Yes, that's exactly. How could right. this go? How could this go wrong? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And you know what? If we can get, I don't know if Jason's got some Amish blood in him. He might. Now that you mentioned his beard, okay. And for stealth purposes, we'll get when we go out there to get Bigfoot, so we don't spook him. We can't do it with motorized vehicles. We'll get Jerry, and I'll get a. My, I got. A, I got another uncle, not the truck driver. I got a. I got a cowboy uncle that's got a doctor's buggy. And an old, in an old horse that wasn't fast <laughs> enough to track a harness. Go. You're a, you're a horse guy. Hey, we'll put this. Uh, we'll listen, put this, I, I hope we'll put this doctor's our... buggy. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna put this doctor's buggy behind that old horse that didn't make it on the track. And Bigfoot will not be able to outrun this group. This will be like the A team. We're gonna call them the J team. They're gonna be in that buggy. They're gonna run him down just like a, <laughs> a like a Roman chariot, and then they're gonna steer wrestle. It's gonna be Bigfoot wrestle. <laughs> gonna be bigfoot wrestle okay uh, it's 2022 we're gonna have some we're gonna have some we're gonna have some jerry's kids and some uh uh a roman chariot bigfoot chariot merchandise rolling out okay so y'all stay tuned y'all stay tuned this is it thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the from the shadows podcast until next time never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 